Hey everyone, thanks for coming back for another episode here with Follow the Puck. Today we are heading north and we will be talking with the Duluth Denfeld head coach. He'll be pointing out some players to keep an eye on, his overall coaching philosophy and what he expects out of the team for the upcoming season. Hopefully you enjoy it and come back for more. Thanks. I appreciate you taking the time. I know Snyder had a had a obviously had a really good year for you guys last year and probably what seemed to be a fun season. I didn't get to catch any of the games live, but you guys sure had things going your way there for a while, eh? Yeah, we had a we had a really good season. You know, the losses we did have we we lost to East, we lost to uh Cloquet. Uh we lost to Hermantown twice. Mm-hmm. Um we tied we tied play. Okay. They played really well, but yeah, I mean, there's, there wasn't many teams we left on the table. I thought we could have could have pulled one out in Cloquet. I thought we certainly had chances. Uh, I thought we had bad four minutes against East, but um, okay. And and then the two games against Hermantown there just better. Herman Hermantown had had it going their way last season, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, you know, just looking at the stats on, on Snyder, I mean, his dramatic improvement from two seasons ago to last year, what what was the key to that? Well, there's, I mean, there's a few factors. I, I think uh, our back end was much better. Okay. Um, our, our hockey team was a little more balanced, but, you know, the key, we had 104 workouts last year, and he was at 102 of them. The only reason that he missed the two was there because they were canceled. You, you get out what you put in, and he's a prime example of of that. Is he, he puts in the work, he puts in the time. He, yeah. I mean, the kid is all about Denzel's program, and it's it's it's. Um, I had two unreal goalies. I had Sean Easty and and, and Jacob Snyder and. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fair to, to leave, you know, to put one ahead of the other. We alternate, and uh, of course, we give the senior the big games against, you know, the beasts and the cloquets that they'll never get to play again. Both our goalies, if we would have just went with one, would have had 19 wins. Wow. So it's it's it was a it was a dilemma that we had, but we. <laughs> We try and even it out, but if our, I'm convinced that if we would have went with one of them the whole way, that they would have been the top goalie in the in the state. Yeah, I, looking at it, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. So is, is is that your plan for the next season too? Is to try rotate goalies? Are you going to ride Snyder or what's the? Well, my, the plan will change depending on the pedigree of what's coming in, but. Since I got Easty in tenth grade, and since I got Snyder in tenth grade, I'm not gonna I'm not going to leave them on the outside looking in. They're going to get action. They're going to get play. Now, having said that, moving forward, it uh, yeah, yeah, Snyder's going to be the man. About that, somebody's going to have to either equal his skill level and his commitment and his uh, competitiveness. Or he's gonna he's gonna get the majority of the work. I I see happening. So. 
Well, and, and like you pointed out, when you put the time in, good things show up. And Well, you can't, it's, it's hard to keep Snidey out, even out of that JV net. He wants to play. He wants to play every – the kid is a phenomenal competitor. He, he wants to play every game. He wants to play every JV period. He wants – you <laughs> almost have to rein him back a little bit. Does he do off-season camp programs or what? Uh, the... he, do, he does a little bit. Okay. Um. You know, he's one of those kids that if there's anybody that needs a goalie for anything, he's willing to go. And it's, sometimes you almost have to check it to see if it's not against the rules or anything. So, yeah. No, he's just one of those kids that wants to, to play. And he, he loves Denfeld hockey. That was his goal. It was to be the starter at Denfeld, and he's achieved it. And now it's, I mean, if, if this kid, if him or Easty can't play junior, they must be. There must be some really amazing goaltenders out there because these both these goalies were were unreal. So, what about there's the, there's the McClure twins on there on your team? What's your analysis of those boys? Well, they're 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 a, you know they're <clears throat> well they're tenth graders this year. They they brought a they brought a, a whole new dynamic to our team. Just the two of them together, they we put them with another tenth grader. They're dynamic. They're fast. They're quick. Uh, they make plays. Um, yeah, they're 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 good talents. Uh, they they again, they're kind of built out of the same mold as, as Snyder. They they put in a lot of time. They live right next door to me, so they're sh- constantly shooting pucks. They're constantly working out. They they put in the time. They love the game of hockey, and it's. Uh, and they, they, they can make plays. And that's um, that, that's one thing that we don't hold back at our. We let our players play. And if in, the, in the offensive zone, they basically are conditioned to be creative, and those two can do it at a high speed and a high skill level. That's what makes you know, especially high school hockey, fun is when they they're allowed to get creative and do what they're best at on the ice. That's yeah. fun to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good players. Do you have? Do you anticipate any any other youngsters coming in making making a scene like those boys did, or what's the what's the youth program like for them? Uh, we we got, we got a couple of nice uh, nice kids moving up. Uh, I would put one of them in the same category of skill level as uh, as the McClure kids, and, and as well as the Davidson kid that moved up. Simon Davidson had a hell of a year last year too. And then there's a couple other ones that are going to. There, there's a couple other ones that are moving up that'll be in our our varsity lineup probably right away. Wow. So what you're saying is the future is bright for you guys. Well, it's. I, I think so. I mean, you know, the next three four years, I think we'll be competitive. We uh, we strengthened our schedule again. Two years ago, we didn't have a JV team, so. This year, I think we st- we strengthened our schedule. Um, now, with the, once we got 21 wins, then that opens a lot of doors when you start winning. So we're gonna we're gonna up our schedule a little bit more in difficulty and and uh, yeah, there might be some bumps in the road, but we're gonna learn early and learn how to play against the big boys, and hopefully, it'll make a big difference at the end. Like you said, I've seen these, especially the youth teams, when they go from like an A level to a double A schedule. You know, the long term play 
is such a big deal that they take their lumps up front. And I would imagine yeah. it's the same at, at at that level when you when you toughen up your schedule and play with play with the big boys and. Well, yeah. if, if when you play against stronger competition that has um, historically been good in the in their class or where it may be, that you gotta you gotta learn to play the right way. And if you learn to learn to play the right way throughout the entire season, the playoffs. It's it's the bad habits aren't it's bad hard to correct when it comes sure. to playoff time. So you mentioned a few years ago you did, you did not have a JV team. Was it just due to numbers or what? Yeah, it was due to yeah due to numbers. Okay. Yeah. And, are and you, I don't are you... I don't move up Bantams. I I just I let okay. the, the Bantams stay in Bantam and learn to be leaders, learn to make decisions um, at a higher. You know, I, I don't want to pull them into positions where they're not going to develop making those same decisions with younger kids against basically men. So, um, right. And then they can play on their all-star teams and make win some accolades along the way. And yeah. more importantly, become the man or uh, the leaders on a team that the, the other guys are already looking to. Yeah, that's a good point because you pull them up early and then they don't get that opportunity. No, no. I think it's good to keep them going and play with pressure and be the ones that look to to get the team over the edge, whether, you know, whether it's yeah. the regionals or going to state or at the big tournaments throughout the state. Good for that, That's one thing sports is good for is that pressure that it puts on these kids and how they react and deal with it. And I got three sport athletes that, you know, two of them are quarterbacks for the football team. A couple okay. of them are the best baseball players around here, so that you know they're looked to make the big hit or to make yeah. the big play, and yeah. it all—it's all translatable. As as the varsity head coach, do you work with the youth programs up there? Or do you kind of let the youth coaches run their do their thing, or how how involved are you at that level? Um, I run some things in the summers, which is organized through the youth, but I basically run a it starts off pretty slow and then it ramps up as it gets closer to the season. It's mostly developmental camps and feeding, shooting, passing. And that that's where the, the playing multiple sports is such a big deal is it keeps these kids out and active and involved and progressing towards something else too. It's, it's a big thing at that age. So. Yeah. I don't know if you've got a roster or anything in front of you, but our, our best player that's returning is Cade Shea. I was just getting to Cade. So he, he had a good year last year. Looked like 48 total points, 21 goals, not including playoffs. So Cade he, Shea is, the, I think, one of the best players in northern Minnesota. For whatever reason, I don't know, he doesn't get the get the recognition. It's, it's I mean, I think he was our leading scorer this year. As a 10th grader, he played huge minutes and had a good year last year so uh-huh. um, I want to say he he was all conference but he didn't make an all-star team up here and so but he's he's there's the he's a he's the quarterback of the football team there's a lot of eyes that look at Cade when things are not going well that uh to, to get it going including the coaches he's definitely the player that uh 
will uh, be one of our major leaders coming back. He was a leader this year, and it's um, and the, another. There's another kid that does football practice in the in the spring and summer as doing our hockey workouts. He's He's all in as far as attitude and ability and everything goes. Well, and and you know as well as I do, winning breeds success. And these guys are obviously putting in the putting in the work and the and the uh, results last season showed it. And it's it's going to bring more and more kids out to that program, hopefully. Yeah. Well, our our by the end of the year, we had we had two tenth grade defensemen that were playing twenty seven. 30 minutes, 30 minutes a game. And then we, uh, you know, Joe, what is a junior? He was playing a lot of minutes. Yeah. We, we were young, but, uh, this past year, but with another year of maturity with these kids and putting on size and getting bigger and stronger with that comes confidence. And, yeah. and, uh, with winning becomes winning becomes, uh, pretty infectious once you once you're part of it so um they're learning how to win they're learning how to compete it's hard for a for a program to start that winning tradition but once you get there and are building that it did the momentum just seems to carry and it's it's fun to see yeah yeah it's been great and it's even when i took over this team they won four games a year before we won 10 it was, wow. it was, it was just yeah, it's just a matter of changing a few things, getting guys excited, and yeah. play hard, work hard, compete hard, pride. Well, and like going going back to your to uh, Schneider, he always wanted to be a Denfeld goalie. Well, that I mean that says a lot right there about the culture that you're you know that you have there, and it's it's obviously paying off. Yeah, well, it definitely starts with the attitude of the kids and. Want want to build something that they can be proud of. So. Yeah, exactly right. Well, awesome. I I think I yeah I got I got a lot of good information. We're just like I said trying to trying to promote these out state schools that maybe don't get the notoriety that they should and and or deserve. And um, yeah, wish you guys nothing but the best next season. We'll be keeping eyes on it. Any recognition they're getting, they deserve it. It's they, it's been. It's only going to get better with the 10th graders that are becoming juniors. They're real serious about hockey and stuff. So yeah, anything that they achieve, they deserve. Well, you know, on, on our end, we'll do what we can to try to put some eyes on your program and build up, build it up, and and uh, you know, keep keep that momentum rolling for you guys, and hopefully, it leads to good things. So perfect. Have a good okay. day, Dale. Call me anytime. Yep. Bye bye. Okay. All right, that wraps up that episode here with Duluth Denfeld's coach. We appreciate you tuning in, and stay tuned for more to come here from Follow the Puck.